America. Uh, your government is escalating. And uh, they're blowing out all of our strategic oil reserves in an effort to keep gas prices down before the midterms. I can't really think of any other reason they would be handicapping our resilience. Saudi Arabia just said they're going to cut oil production by 2 million barrels per day. But then they came back and said, okay, but we're going to keep the prices steady. So even though we're going to drop our production, we're not going to raise the prices. For I mean, until when, who knows? North Korea is uh, also escalating with South Korea and Japan. And Russia is accusing the U.S. of uh, blowing up the Nord Stream pipelines in the Baltic Sea. No one still suggesting that it could have been a Ukrainian operation, and I'm guessing that it's because Ukraine doesn't have the military capability for an operation like that. They're also not particularly close to the Baltic Sea. So even if it wasn't directly the United States, it was at least a NATO operation. And it's cut off a huge energy supply to the EU, which has many NATO nations as members. So Russia comes out and says uh, America has basically stabbed NATO in the back because now we've cut off this energy supply to the EU and they might be right. Now what concerns me is that we may be looking at a civil war here soon or and or a foreign invasion from our northern border. Canada is friendly to China. Allows China to bring its military in and run drills in the cold, frozen north. Good experience. Good practice. So who who, who, of, who among our NATO allies is going to say, hey, America, you know what? We froze our ass off all winter because you blew up those Nord Stream pipelines. But you know what? It's all good. It's all good. We'll still send you aid and resources when you need it. Right? (laughs) No, I think they're going to say, F you, America. You guys are dicks. We're not helping you. We're glad you're in turmoil. We're glad that you're empire is toppling because it's about time or I don't know maybe they'll be grateful because we uh, 
are going to sell them a bunch of our own natural gas. But the Biden administration obviously isn't keen on generating more energy. So if we have to send a bunch of our natural gas to the EU to keep them from freezing to death this winter, what's that going to do to our natural gas prices? I mean, this administration obviously isn't really concerned with the well-being of its own citizens. So what's the move? Buy a wood stove and hope for the best? I think that's a good idea right now. What could possibly have been the motivation for this terroristic action? Blowing up these pipelines. We cut the energy off from Europe. If it was America that did it, we just betrayed our allies. Remember what a big deal that was to the media during the Trump administration? Unless, of course, it was our Israeli allies. In which case, that was a bad thing. So no Russian gas now for the EU. Potentially permanently. There's murmurings and rumors that, the I mean, it might not be worth trying to restore the pipelines. And they forecast that the German economy, at least, is going to shrink by about 8% as a result. But the Russian economy forecasted to grow next year. So what do you think? Is it Russia? Is Russia responsible for this? Would would Russia cut off its cash flow to escalate? There's a lot of nuance to the scenario, but Russia's had elections now in the the annexed areas of Ukraine, the, the Ukrainian areas that were populated mostly by Russians who are being persecuted by their Ukrainian government. This is the argument out of Russia, of course. They held elections. And there's been some discussion about how legitimate those elections were, of course. And according to the results of those elections, the will of the people is that these areas belong to Russia now. So when Ukraine attacks these areas, assuming they attack those areas, which it sounds like they already are, attempting to take them back, Russia now has cause to escalate. Because now Russian territories are being attacked by Ukraine. It's a pretty clever tactic. And it's been rumored that, you know, because these elections are disputed, that, you know, the West is calling for the UN to intervene and conduct its own elections fairly and honestly. 
But other political pundits will say that there was already international oversight in these elections. But now nuclear weapons are on the move. Russia's positioning its nukes. America's positioning its nukes in Poland. And the American government just bought $290 million worth of uh, radiation treatment medication. But if you're paying attention to Twitter, the most important thing that you should be worrying about is Kamala Harris's comments about Hurricane Ian relief. And what she said wasn't even that bad. I know what she was trying to do. The intent of her words were worse than her actual words, I guess. If you want to go down that path, I don't really want to. She feigned concern that the hurricane relief wouldn't go to the poor neighborhoods and the neighborhoods of color. Is essentially what she said. And everybody's losing their minds. I mean, it's what the screen tells you. I don't really believe that. I think the establishment left is going to be really surprised about the results of this election next month. Unless they've got all of their cheating infrastructure in place. But the courts have been doing pretty good at regulating a lot of that. It is concerning, though, that in North Carolina, the appeals court is striking down the voter ID law that was signed into law through legislation the way that it's supposed to happen. And I just can't help but wonder why would anyone in the Justice Department, why would anyone of any character, which is supposed to, that's that's what our judges are supposed to be. Our judges are supposed to be the people of the highest character. Nonpartisan. Blind justice, right? Why are they finagling over minor details? In an effort to stop non-citizens from voting, why would you try to block that? And they claim it's racism. Oh, because the re- the Republican majority illegally uh, gerrymandered the borders of the districts so we can't have voter ID. What? What does that sound like to you? Does that sound like a legitimate argument? 
Or does that sound like an effort to cheat an election? Let me know. I'm scrolling the trending Twitter feed right now. And there is nothing about any of this stuff. I mean, literally, the top story is Kamala Harris being a racist. It's okay for people of color to be racists. But I say racism isn't okay, no matter what color you are. Because, I mean, racism is one of the most ignorant aspects of anyone's character. You're not supposed to, you know, we're, we're all beautiful snowflakes, right? Everybody's different. Okay. So if we're all different, shouldn't we be measuring people by their acts and by their character? Pretty much my, my only requirements in choosing the people that I surround myself with is if you're an a-hole. I don't care what color you are. We can kick it. Just don't be a dick. It's pretty simple. I would say that's the opinion of, oh, 70% of the country. Because don't we all want the same stuff? We want to be comfortable. Want to have a full belly. Want to be warm during the winter. Want to be dry when it rains. There's absolutely no reason that we should be as divided as it seems. I'm still on the fence about how divided we actually are. Now let's talk about Scooby-Doo. Remember that movie Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back from a million years ago? I think it came out in... uh, What was it? 2001? Bam. 2001. I pulled this clip. Zoink show. Now we can finally solve the mystery of the hitchhiking ghouls. Pull off their masks and let's see who they really are. I don't think they are masks. And I don't think that they're hitchhiking girls either. Ghouls, you fucking moron, not girls. That's Velma. I wish they were hitchhiking girls. Sexy hitchhiking girls. Let's kick them out. We've got a mystery to solve. The only mystery here is why we take our cues from a dick in a neckerchief. Keep it up, beatnik. I'll feed you to the fucking dog. I can't take all this fighting! So we've got all the elements. They can't actually call them, you know, Scooby-Doo because, you know, licensing. We call it Doobie Snacks. So all the way back then, all the way back in 2001, mainstream media entertainment thought it'd be funny to make Velma a lesbian. But in, in, the, co- in the context of this movie, it's supposed to be comedy. So is that why nobody got all 
up at arms. I mean, I don't. I really don't understand why we why everything has to be sexualized. Why we have to point to every single character's sexual preferences in in kids shows and cartoons. But I don't think it's something we need to get real upset about. I mean, fine, don't watch it. But you know what? There's more important things to worry about. This this story about Scooby-Doo's creators or whoever owns the license to Scooby-Doo now deciding to turn Velma gay is meant to distract you from the real problems that we're facing right now in this country. I mean, if you're not actively searching out the news of the world, you think the worst thing that happened is our dumb vice president being a racist. No mention that we're teetering on the cliff of a nuclear World War III. No mention that the Biden regime is using the FBI as its own personal Gestapo, arresting and imprisoning and harassing its political opponents. We're essentially in a civil war that we don't realize. Because the the reality of the situation isn't being screamed at us through the screens that we're always so focused on. We'll know for sure in about a month when we have our elections The problem is no one will trust the outcome. Because cheaters will suspect everyone else of cheating also. Because they're going to project their own character on everyone else around them. So what do you think the media is going to be like in 33 days after the midterm elections? You think it's going to be, well, shucks, we lost a bunch of seats in the House and the Republicans now have total control of Congress and the Supreme Court. But that's the way it goes. No, it's going to be biblical. Then we'll feel the, the conservative right will feel empowered. And the liberal left will feel violent. And we've managed to keep our cool this, this far. It's, it's pretty positive. But look at the actions of this re- regime. No regard. No regard for law. No regard for the welfare of the people. And total control of the military. And our members in the military will have to decide if they're going to keep their head down and follow orders or if they're going to do the right thing and uphold their oath to the Constitution. 
And you're going to have to make the same decision. Because they will keep pushing us until they get the civil war that they crave. It seems that everything that comes from this Biden administration is meant to stir up anger and hatred in the hopes of inciting violence. War is here. It's upon us. You just don't realize it yet. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for hanging out. Please share the show, subscribe, and follow me on social media. Send me an email, therealearthbox at protonmail.com. I'll be back. Goodbye.